I'm sure there can't be anyone out there that doesn't know what that's the music to. Well, if you don't, you're about to find out. You are, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Come with us on a magical, festive journey through the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yay! Which is... Is it your favourite Christmas film? Yes. Oh! Oh, well... Okay. If I'm in, like, a fluffy warm Christmas film mood. Right. Uh, the only thing that can topple it is Die Hard. But that's for a whole that's other a whole nother, discussion. That, that's a whole discussion. Yeah, we're getting into dangerous territory there with it is Die Hard. Yeah. Let's not start but, this argument already. Let's not start <laughs> the argument, but the obviously the, the the answer is yes. Yes. Die Hard is a Christmas film. Yeah, it is. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But moving on, because that's Hollywood. So. Oh, I know this isn't your absolute favourite. Like, no. it's one of your favourite yes, Christmas yeah. films, but it's not necessarily... Your number one. It's not my number one. Mm -hmm. I do love it, um, but my number one is It's a Wonderful Life. You could say Obviously. this is your number one musical Christmas film. Yes, yes, I would say, I would say so. I go. would say so. As an aside, um, my Christmas tree has a bauble which is from uh, Seneca Falls, and Seneca Falls in uh, in America, I think it's in New York State, is rumored to be the town that Bedford Falls in It's a Wonderful Life is based on. Oh, nice. And we went there by accident, mm -hmm. if you can believe such a thing, because <laughs> I am a planner and I usually plan everything to the nth degree. We just rocked up in this town and we looked in the tourist information window and mm -hmm. there were loads of It's a Wonderful Life merchandise oh, and whatnot. Right. And I got very, very overexcited because oh, we, ac nice. we accidentally went to Bedford <laughs> Falls. That's very it exciting. Was, uh, it was very exciting. They have a, and it's a wonderful life, um, uh, festival every Christmas. Oh, lovely. And people from the film <clears throat> come along, but obviously the film's quite old now, so mm -hmm. there's not many people from the film who are still around. It didn't happen to be Christmas when you arrived? Sadly not, oh. no. It is one of my ambitions in life to get back to Seneca Falls and go to the It's mm -hmm. a Wonderful Life uh, festival. But we're not talking about it's a wonderful no, life. No, we're not. Although I could, we're do. getting I could, I could go on quite for quite a long time about that. But we're talking about Muppets Christmas Carol. Yay! yay. The December episode. It's the December episode. Yay! And why? Uh, why are we allowed to have this? That obviously the the oh. She Watchables podcast is to do with uh, films which are non Hollywood, which mm -hmm. are uh, British primarily or yeah. foreign. Um, but not Hollywood, and many people would think we're being a bit naughty here. So, yeah, what, what, are you, what are your credentials? Well, okay, so I'm arguing that this is a very British film because it's set in Dickensian London. Quite right. Uh, it's got a human British cast. It does. Yeah. Yes, you know, you've yeah. got your Michael Caine. Yeah. Who's your other chappy? Y your man from Luther. Stephen McIntosh. That's the one. Yeah. It's filmed in Shepperton Studios. True. Apparently, which is in Surrey. It know. is. That was. It's the same studio um, where they filmed the Albert Finney version of Scrooge. Oh, really? Indeed, it is. Oh, so definitely British. Charles yeah, Dickens, who's the writer, he is mm -hmm. credited mm -hmm. as the writer of the film along with Jerry Jewell, I think. He was from Portsmouth. Oh, right. So okay. he is definitely British. So the writer is British. Yeah. Cast filmed British, filmed in Britain. It's a British film. It We're is a British it. film. Yes. We're having it. We're claiming it. Yes. <laughs> Michael Caine is very British. He, well, yeah, he is. Yeah. If you can't argue British with that. British actor in the dictionary. Yeah. There's probably a picture of, of Michael Caine. Yeah. Among a few others. So, yeah, so we're having it. So, I was surprised when I realised that this came out in 1992. So was I. Because I thought it was a bit... Well, I don't know why. I think because I don't, I don't think I watched it when it was released. Right, okay. I think I was probably about... 10 years old maybe so I think I was a bit more into the 90s right yeah uh, when I got to see this film yeah um so yeah I thought it was a little bit later than that but 1992 I was confused about this 
uh, about my first viewing because I seem to have some kind of implanted memory that I went to see it with my husband. Mm -hmm. It wasn't my husband <laughs> then. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't quite a child bride. Um, but we only met at the very, very end of 92. So I... It was released on December 18th, though. Yeah, we literally met on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So, so we didn't, clearly didn't go to see it at the cinema. Mm -hmm. um, the other um, thing that I seem to remember, and we'll come back to this when we get to soundtrack, but I remember seeing the film in the original uncut version mm -hmm. with the uh, When Love Is Gone song. In. Yes. And that wasn't in the theatrical release. Right. So I didn't, despite the fact that I think I went to see it in the cinema, uh -huh. the facts remain that I can't have done. Yeah. Because I'm sure I saw it with my husband. Yeah. And I saw the, the version that has that song in it. So I think that we must have seen it on video. Yeah, because video. Because I don't remember it. VHS. <laughs> I think I may have seen it on VHS yeah. in 1993. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, because that um, that song was in the VHS version, but not in the DVD and Blu-ray and, and the Laserdisc. Yeah. Just on VHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I remembered that song. Yeah. From it, and I love that song. I love that whole scene, even yeah. though it's like heartbreaking. It is. Um, and then watching it like years later, I was like, "What? Where's the song up? Exactly. I'm sure there was, and I thought I was going crazy for a while. Yeah, because uh, it's quite possible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it turns out um, like the uh, studio, Dis Walt Disney Studio yeah. exec at the time decided it was too upsetting. Yes. For for children. Uh, so we removed the song, but I think really it just made him cry. And probably. He didn't like it, and that's why he removed the song. Yes, yes, probably. I can understand that. I mean, you know, don't remove it, but I can understand why he yeah. found it too upsetting. Yeah. And to to play devil's advocate, it it it, it slows the story down a little bit. Yeah, it's quite a so. long song. There's no Muppets involved in that scene, mm -hmm. so I can understand that maybe kids might have found it a bit a bit boring yeah um so i can kind of understand yeah when you, why they when you think it, of it as a it's a, it is a kid's film it is it, it, yeah, yeah fine i can yeah. see why it got cut but, but it, it's sad and it, 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 it means that the the other song doesn't make any sense yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah we'll come back to that when we do uh yeah we'll we get to the soundtrack, soundtrack. yeah but so yeah, I was confused about my first viewing, but I think it was on video mm -hmm. in '93. Yeah, after it came out. So I wonder if Charles Dickens, uh, when he wrote a Christmas Carol in 1843, whether he ever envisaged that his classic Christmas tale would be shown in moving images for starters, and yeah. then by fuzzy, furry, felty animals. And creatures. I'm gonna. And I'm Kane. gonna guess he never predicted that. No, probably not. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think he'd enjoy that. it. I think he would. Yeah. I think genuinely, it's. I haven't seen all the adaptations. I tried to count them up. I went on Wiki. Yeah. And I tried to count up the number <laughs> of adaptations. Um, it's practically impossible. Mm -hmm. I think the first one was in 1901. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, um, but only snippets of that still exist but mm -hmm. there are so many adaptations I, I've, I've written down some of them some of them i've seen did you see the one with patrick stewart i uh, know i've not um, actually no. do you know what and i love patrick stewart who doesn't uh -huh. particularly enjoyed him doing his sonnets every day <laughs> throughout lockdown he's yeah. just an absolute legend yes um and he did uh, a one-man uh, theater production of Christmas Carol, which wow. I'm sure was absolutely amazing. Yeah. When I watched the filmed version, I don't know, maybe my expectations were built up mm -hmm. so much. And also, Patrick Stewart is a good guy. Yes. You know, I, I don't, I don't think I could quite suspend my disbelief Aww. of him being. being oh yeah. So it's true. good, you know, it's good. Mm -hmm. But not my favourite. There was, um, there was the BBC uh, adaptation last year with Guy Pearce. Yes. That was very good. I see now I didn't watch it and, and the reason I didn't watch it is because it it got like kind of mixed reviews so I didn't put it as a priority. Yeah. 
I would, um, if you can catch it on, it's probably going to be on the iPlayer this year, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I would catch it. I will it's give actually it a go. pretty good, pretty good. And it's it adds in some backstory mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, why Scrooge is maybe the, the grumpy person that he is. Right, okay. Um, and Doesn't yeah. it have swearing in it, though? It does have a little bit of swearing <laughs> in it, yeah. It does have, this is not Shocking. What, this is not a version to watch with your mother. Oh, right, oh, no. really? Is I don't know. It, no, no it's, not, it's not that bad, but it does have, um, uh, yeah, it does have PG-13 uh, things in it. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, but, um, but it's good. Well, it's yeah, good. I missed it last year, but um, I, I will endeavour to watch it this year if I can turn myself away from just repeatedly watching The Muppets Christmas Carol instead. Of course, that is always my go-to version. Absolutely, absolutely. And now, because I genuinely think it's a fabulous... Uh, this is where we came in, this is where I went off on my tangent. But it's, <laughs> we've come back round. <laughs> we've come back round. Full almost, circle. Almost like we know what we're doing. Um, of all the adaptations, I genuinely think this is one of the best mm-hmm. and one of the most faithful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've recently reread Christmas Carol just because Aww. I thought, you know what? Um, a lot of the lines in Muppets Christmas Carol are from the book, and I thought I just wanted to go back and, and you know refresh my memory of how much of it is in the book. And it's, I mean, as I say, Charles Dickens is credited as being uh, one of the writers, yeah. or the main writer, and yeah, like the vast majority of the script is just lifted straight out of the book. It's um, it's it's a brilliant adaptation. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this little embar- well major embarrassing confession out right now. I need to it. clear the air. Go for it. <laughs> I have never read the book. Okay. Up until about a year ago, I thought that it was the Marleys, as in oh, two okay. Marleys, yeah, because yeah. of the Muppets Christmas Carol. I thought there was a Jacob and Robert, and Robert Marley. Marley. Never occurred to me that one of those characters was made up, Bob Marley. Bob Marley, uh, yes. I'll be honest, so, it took so me a few viewings. It did take me a few viewings to go, oh, oh. Robert, oh, Robert, Bob Marley. Yeah. Oh, I get it, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the whaling as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bob Marley and the and the whale. Oh dear. Yeah. No, I was aware that there was only one Marley, but yeah, it did take me a while to yeah to to, to get the Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never mind. Very eh? clever. Um, it's it's short. It's a short book. Um, you can get it on your Kindle for nothing. Oh, excellent. At the moment, so you know, honestly, it's worth a read just to go. The problem is though now, as mm-hmm. I say, I've read it recently. And the only thing I've got in my head now is uh, Bob Cratchit is is Kermit. <laughs> That's it. I can't ever see anyone else yeah. in those roles. You know, Michael Caine is Scrooge. Kermit the Frog is Bob Cratchit. Yeah, and that's what's enough. in my head when I'm when I'm reading it because the lines are all there. Yeah, I think that makes it sound more readable. Definitely, it, it really, know. really is. <laughs> uh, so the cast, mm-hmm. um, Michael Caine, playing it like it's a Shakespeare play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he was just like, "I am gonna play this dead straight." Yeah, like I'm in the Royal Shakespeare Company, and they loved that. They were like, "Yay, he good! Does. That's what we want." I think it's one of his best acting jobs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's not like he's he's not hamming it up. No, you know, no. like he doesn't say like the Italian job or anything like that. Yeah, he's just. Yeah, super straight, straight, down the line. And he's kind of terrifying. He is. Well, he's very terrifying. <laughs> Especially when he throws the wreath at little Bean Bunny. Aww. Aww. Apparently, that, that little, uh, the little rabbit was created, uh, scientifically created in a lab to be the cutest <laughs> Muppet that ever been. Scientifically created? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Scientifically Aww. created by a, in a lab. Right. Um, to, to just be the cutest Muppet they've ever they've ever had. Oh, they've succeeded. Yeah. He is so cute. I used uh, to have a little teddy bear that looked like oh, him. Oh, did you really? My grandma bought him for me. He's yeah. And he had a Christmas cute. jumper on oh. too. Yeah, lovely. He is. He's very cute. But is he is he your MVP? Oh, oh. Uh, n- well, no. No, he's not. Um, I mean, I love him. Yep. I, I've got to give... I'm giving... I don't know if we have like different ideas of like what our MVP, what makes our MVP. I think it shifts with with the film. Yeah, so I I'm sort of going for the Ghost of Christmas Present as the MVP. Oh yes, 
because I feel like after Scrooge's experience with the ghost of Christmas past, he's pretty distraught, he's he pretty depressed, he can see where he went wrong when he was younger, um, you know, it's starting to sink in and he looks yeah. a little bit broken at the end of that experience. He does. And, you know, he's like, no more, I can't cope with any more. And then, boom, here is the ghost of Christmas present. He's fun, he's jolly, he's lovely, he's friendly, he's cuddly, he's warm, and he kind of, like, lifts Scrooge up. He does. And, you know, he gets his little broken heart and, and just puts it back together and goes, come on, okay, I'm going to show you, like, what love what is about, what Christmas about is about. Yes. I'm going to make you feel better. And then he kind of, you know... Wears him back down again a little bit with the whole Tiny Tim thing. Yeah. Um, so I feel like he makes the biggest, biggest change to Scrooge's character. He does. So again, in terms of the story, yeah. then yeah, he, he probably is the, the MVP. Yes, mm -hmm. he takes, takes Scrooge, builds him up, and then he prepares him for the yeah. ghost of Christmas yet to yeah. come. What, what may happen if you don't change your ways? Indeed, yeah. So I... I I mean, I think my favourite character, mm -hmm. probably not my MVP, but my favourite character is Mrs Cratchit. <laughs> just because Miss Piggy is just one of my all-time heroes. Yes. She's got all the best lines, many of which are in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough. Does she um, say, I'm going to raise you right off the no, pavement in the no, book? No, she doesn't. That is slightly different. Because <laughs> I love that bit. slightly different. It is, yeah. <laughs> It is slightly written slightly differently in the book. Yeah, Mrs. Cratchit is not in that scene. But she does, um, you know, I would not want to show weak eyes to your father. Aww. That's in the book, you know. And she doesn't steal any chestnuts in the book. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think she's great. Yeah. But she's incidental. Mm -hmm. She can't really be the MVP, I don't think. Our own, our main other human actor is, is Fred. Yeah. Uh, Stephen McIntosh. I'll be honest, I find him a bit smug. Mm. I find him smugger with every rewatch. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's trying hard. He is. He is. He's not very nice to Scrooge when uh, oh, at, at no, the, the... when they're doing charades. Yeah, that's pretty mean. That's really mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Him and Clara are pretty beastly in that. Yes, yes, it's they not are. Not very nice. They are. Um, he's a bit smug. Mm. Um, his wife is noticeably absent. You'll find at the end. When they all get together around the table. Do you know I'd never realised? No, I hadn't actually. <laughs> never really. Well, like, apparently it was just due, no, due to a, a scheduling uh, a clash. That oh, just right, couldn't okay. make the filming on that day. Not not but, like at the end of the film, you went, great, my uncle's going to give me all his money. Uh, <laughs> see you later, Clara. <laughs> yes, but he's trading her in for a, a better model. Yeah. Or she's just realised that he, he's insufferably smug <laughs> and uh, run off with Beaker. I feel like we're getting into know. nitpick territory already. <laughs> We are. Well, I'll move quickly on to my MVP. My yeah. MVP, I'm going to say, uh, maybe not for the story, although, you know, he, he's, he's quite important. Uh, Steve Whitmire, who does mm -hmm. the voice of Kermit, yeah. um, is my MVP because it's the first time he voiced Kermit yeah. after um, Jim Henson's death. And um, apparently he was really worried about it. Yeah. And did you read about that? That he had a dream. It yeah, was, it was, oh, I it did. Was worked I up about story. doing it, and then he had it. Yeah, he had a dream that he, he met Jim Henson, and he said, uh, "You know, your feelings will, will pass. Mm -hmm. Your feelings of being worried will pass." And he, he felt like he'd, he'd been given his blessing. Yeah. And I think that if you didn't know, you wouldn't. You wouldn't not. know. It's almost yeah. indistinguishable. Mm -hmm. Usually, when someone takes over, you've just got that little. Mm, it doesn't it quite doesn't sit sound. right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think he absolutely blows it out of the park. Yeah. I think he's brilliant. Agreed. Oh, so good call. he's going to be my, my MVP yeah. for this one. Yeah. Good call. Well done. Well done, him. Mm -hmm. How many degrees of Richard Curtis while we're on uh, human people? Oh, right. I've got a few, including one that's uh, needlessly convoluted just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got one. Okay. I've literally got one. Let's see if you got the same because okay. I've got a feeling that you might. We might it, be going along a similar yeah maybe uh, path yeah maybe maybe. So uh, Fred, played by Stephen McIntosh, right, was in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking oh, Barrels. Oh, okay, right, yeah. With Dexter Fletcher, right. I love Dexter Fletcher in that film. <laughs> yes, yeah. He, Dexter Fletcher, directed Rocket Man. Yeah, like yeah. it. Um, and starring in a sort of smaller, smallish role is uh, Gemma Jones. Right. So Gemma Jones is, y you might 
recognised her as Madame Pomfrey from Harry Potter. Okay. She was yeah. in Marvelous and Spooks. Yeah. She played Mrs. Jones in Bridget Jones' Diary. Ah. Which with part of the screenplay. Yeah. Was written by Richard Curtis. Yes. So there you go. That's my. That's very good. To Richard I like Curtis. it. That's. Thanks. That's that's uh, feel that's quite completely different. Yeah. I, this was actually quite tricky. Oh. I thought. Yeah. But then I... once I found one, I would. They were all over the place. Oh then. right. Okay. Because I went straight from Michael Caine, who was in Tenet, mm-hmm. with Himesh Patel, mm-hmm. who is in everything. Yes. He's officially got to be in everything. <laughs> He's the new uh, Donald Gleeson. Yeah. Um, he's, he's in everything. So Michael Caine was in Tenet with Himesh Patel, who was in Yesterday, written by Richard Curtis. Oh, Easy peasy. Nice. Or Direct. Michael Caine was uh, in uh, Tenet with Kenneth Branagh, who was in The Boat That Rocks. Sorry, Kenneth Branagh. Sorry, Kenneth, <laughs> Kenneth Chuckles Branagh. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, who was in The Boat That Rocked, it was written and directed by Richard Curtis. But I wanted to do this yeah. one just mm-hmm. for fun, which is co- unnecessarily convoluted because it comes back to the same people. <laughs> so Frank Oz, obviously famous uh, Muppet performer, who played uh, Miss Piggy and Fozzie, was weirdly in An American Wolf in London. Right, which, okay. Um, I think they were friends because I think John Landis, who directed American Werewolf in London, was in, uh, he had a bit part in a couple of the earlier Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. And the Muppets have got a cameo in American Werewolf in London. Right. On the TV. So the, uh, I'm assuming they must be friends. I'm glad you said on the TV because I was thinking, how on earth are the Muppets in that film? It's still a very distressing scene, <laughs> but uh, still. So Frank Oz was in An American Werewolf in London with Brian Glover, mm-hmm. who was in Alien 3, <laughs> with Pete Postlethwaite, hey. who was in Inception. Yeah. With Himesh Patel and, and Michael, Michael Caine, who was in Yesterday, written by Richard Curtis. Hey, so it was well needlessly convoluted. Wow. But I thought that was a it was a, a good few connections to make there. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. So maximum points. I think so. <laughs> I know you should get you should really get more points for getting there quicker. But I feel that it's much more entertaining to, to yeah. go the scenic route. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So, what are your favourite scenes? Oh, well, yeah, there's a few, isn't there? I mean, yeah. mm, it feels like Christmas is, yeah, it's, lovely. It's fab, yes. Yeah. It's like when Scrooge really starts to embrace everything that's happened to him and yeah. starts to embrace like the festivities and things. I love that. I love the bit at the end when like it just brings a tear. When Beaker gives his red scarf to oh, Scrooge as well. Wonderful. Oh, I, I love, love Beaker bit. anyway. I know. I think it's one of my favourite moments. <laughs> but yes, yeah. that is beautiful. I know. It's so yeah. lovely. It's such a sweet moment. It is. Um, and <laughs> a nice little bit of humour for the adults as well mm-hmm. in the film. Um, you know, if you if you're a Muppet fan, you know that Gonzo has a bit of a thing for chickens and yes and poultry. In general, I guess. And Rizzo the rat, um, at one point, falls down the Cratchit's chimney. Oh, of course. And lands on a flaming hot goose. (laughs) And when he tells Gonzo, I landed on a flaming hot goose, Gonzo says, you have all the fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's a tiny little bit of a scene, but it proper makes me chuckle every time I hear it. I love that. I asked asked some people what their favourite bits were. Because everyone's got a favourite bit. Mm-hmm. And um, like the lamp, not the rat, like the lamp, not the rat. Yeah. Seems to be, yeah. you know. I've got that under that just, uh, favourite lines. Keeps coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you say, it's just those little bits, isn't yeah, it? it is. It's not just us that are obsessed with Muppets Christmas Carol. I asked a few other people what their favourite lines were. What's your favourite bit of Muppet Christmas Carol? <gasps> How is it possibly anything to do with Rizzo and Gonzo? Like the lamp, not the rat. Yeah, like the lamp, not the rat. Like the lamp, not the rat. Like the lamp, not the rat. And then he falls in the ice bucket. Oh, yeah. And he cleans them, he uses them to clean the window. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for making me a part of this. There's too many, because all the songs are amazing. The bit where they try and climb over the gate, and Rizzo follows him over, and then, oh, I forgot me, it was it's chestnuts. Yeah. And it goes back, he goes to the back, back underneath the gate. And Gonzo's just like, you are such an idiot. And it, but the very end, and the music, the song at the end, and the, 
Love it. Ghost um, of Christmas present. Oh, I love this song. Yes, the Ghost of Christmas present song is. It's the where best Where you'll find love, you'll find Christmas. It's true, wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Oh, and the penguin ice skating. <gasps> yeah. So all of it. Favourite bit of Muppet's Christmas Carol? Probably when he turns nice and he goes and he's there in the street. Oh, the happy nice ending. The happy ending. The happy ending. Yeah. That's a good bit. Yeah. Good answer. We're Marley and Marley. Woo! What's your favourite bit or your favourite line from Muppet's Christmas Carol? Uh, I think the bit where Miss Piggy gets her daughter's names wrong and she says, whatever. Belinda. Bettina. Ah, uh, whatever. They're all great bits, but which is your favourite? Rizzo's great. Rizzo, Rizzo is like a... A great little mini MVP. He is, yeah. yeah For entertainment he's, he's the value. Greek chorus. Yeah. Uh, that's how he was written. He's a Greek chorus, explaining mm -hmm. the, the story to, mm -hmm. to us people who might not understand Dickens. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think I, I love Jacob and Robert Marley. Yes. I love that. Ooh. I love the song. It just is great. Um, the, you know what's funny? The penguin skating party seems a bit mm -hmm. random. And it seems like maybe it's something that they just put in just so that they could show off some of the new special effects. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of in the novel. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no penguins, oh, obviously. That's sad. But uh, <laughs> it does say that Bob Cratchit, on his way home, uh, stops and goes up and down a, a you know a kid's um, ice <laughs> slide several times. Nice. So it's actually, oh. yeah, it's not just some random thing. It's actually oh, that's a little, nice. Yeah, so that's quite cute. Yeah, but basically every bit with Rizzo and, and Gonzo. Mm-hmm. That, uh, it's all great. Yeah. I love it when they go to um, they're in the past and they go to Scrooge's school. Yes. And there's a shelf with like loads of Muppet <laughs> styled busts of like literary yeah. writers, you know, like classic literature writers. Uh -huh. And it goes along all these busts with really like pompous sounding music. And then at the end of the shelf, <laughs> Gonzo <laughs> and Rizzo just sat there going, "Hello." <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, I love Sam the Eagle in that. Oh, it is the American way. <laughs> it, is. it is the British way. <laughs> and then the little sort of confused sidewards glance that <laughs> yeah, he gives to Gonzo yeah. as well. Like, yeah. did I do that right? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, the Muppets are just wonderful. Yeah, it's just really too many little bits like that. Definitely. Are there any uh, fast forward or check your social media moments? Mm. Do you think? I mean, it's a fairly short film. Oh, it's when when the ghost of Christmas Future comes in. I've got that as a fast forward. Oh, moment. really? Yeah, just because it's scary. It is a bit scary. Like it really scared me when I was a kid. Yes. But I just, like I said, I feel like between the ghost of Christmas past mm -hmm. and present, Scrooge has already changed. Yes. He's already he's seen the error of his ways when yeah. he was younger. He's seen what his attitude is. And how, like, in the present and how that's having an effect on other people, not just himself. Yes. Um, he's already broken and he's already changing. So I feel like it's just overkill to <laughs> to make him go with the ghost <laughs> you're, of you're Christmas future. Charles Dickens. It's overkill, but, mate. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, overkill. There's no need for the ghost of Cut Christmas Cut it. Future. Cut it. If I was his editor, that bit would not be it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Marley, Marley and Marley, or just Marley in the book, would come yeah. back and say, well, congratulations, it only took two ghosts. Yeah. So yeah, we'll forget the third. Yeah. We'll furlough we'll <laughs> that third ghost. We don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I used to think he was quite scary until I realised that he's not, he's not tall enough. He's kind of out of proportion. Um, I mean, he is terrifying yeah. if you're a kid, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But then you realise that, well, hang on a minute, he's actually just the height of a man. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's almost all cow. Yeah, he, he is. You know? yeah. And, and then you think, that's just a bloke under there. Would you say that to his face, though? You're all cow. He hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> got a face. No, I probably wouldn't. I would run no. away. I'd <laughs> yeah. like, like Gonzo and Rizzo. Yeah, me too. But, uh, 
Yeah, we'll yeah. see you in the final act. <laughs> I think uh, the only possible bit where I think it slows down is the, the, the Bless Us All song. And I know it's a, it's a lovely song. It's, it is a lovely yeah. song, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a bit, it slows, yes. slows it down, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's lovely. But the thing that, I, I mean, I couldn't fast forward it or, or check my social media because the thing about that song is Michael Caine's reaction shots mm-hmm. as he's watching it. It is absolutely heartbreaking yeah. he, I don't know how he, he didn't get nominated for an Oscar <laughs> he's just you know, maybe we could start the Twitter campaign I think so yeah I just he's, he's just he's fabulous but the lyrics to that song there's some really I mean I can't obviously pull any right out or say no at the not. moment because you know that's how my brain works <laughs> but um, I, I always think like the lyrics are really beautiful to yes. that song like really it touching is. and it is and you know something we should all just remember definitely day to day some of the lyrics from Bless Us All. Life is full of sweet surprises, every day is a gift. The sun comes up and I can feel it lift my spirit. Fills me up with laughter, fills me up with song. I look into the eyes of love and know that I belong. Bless us all who gather here, the loving family I hold dear. No place on earth compares with home, and every path will bring me back from where I roam. Oh, I feel bad now for wanting to cut it out. But I can see, yeah, and it does slow the film. It, it's it's a rare kind of mention of, of you know God bless us that the, mm-hmm. the, um, uh, the Muppets are basically hippies, aren't they? Yeah. They don't generally have any mention of, of, <laughs> of any kind of organised religion. So no. I, I quite you know I quite like that. Yeah, that's the only potential one I think. But the, I mean, it's just it's just a solid what eighty six minutes. It's um, mm-hmm. it's over before you know it. So uh, favorite lines. <laughs> I mean, how many have you got? Favourite lines and can they be used in real life? (laughs) I do sometimes say this and and people don't understand it if they've not seen the film, but like the lamp, not the rat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you just get a funny look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Any any for you? Every time, we don't really use this in real life, Mm -hmm. but every time we watch the film, which is obviously every Christmas at least once, and we have darkness was cheap, and he liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my other half always says that's me <laughs> because I do have a habit of going around the house turning lights off uh, and saying it's like Blackpool illuminations in it. Being environmentally so, friendly, uh, indeed. Yes, yes. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of my favourite lines. Oh, one of my other favourites, and uh, and now I've kind of picked up on it more as well, watching it in research uh-huh. mode. I'm probably going to try and use this in real life. My mother always told me never to eat singing fruit. Because <laughs> I feel like that's very a very good. valuable lesson to it learn. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, a motto to live by. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, everything with uh, Mrs Cratchit. But I think one of the, my actual favourite line is when uh, she's discussing Scrooge. And again, most of this line is in the book, but not the, not the end bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and Belinda and uh, Bettina. Bettina, Belinda and Bettina, they're agreeing with her, and she says uh, he's odious, mm? mm-hmm. stingy, mm? Mm-hmm. wicked, mm? unfeeling, mm? and badly dressed. <gasps> <gasps> and it's like badly dressed is the absolute worst yeah. um, <laughs> insult you can like. Uh, mother. <laughs> yeah, that's my favourite bit. Yeah, um, I think that is my my favorite line. It's the way that they they look at each, at each other, <laughs> um, and from the same scene where when the, when they're smelling the food, it smells so good. Mm-hmm. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> also, even the vegetables don't like him. Is one of my favorite Aww. lines. Um, it's oh, no. just, it's just it's just wonderful. But I mean, as I said, the, the number of bits that are from the book is you know, what right have you to be merry? You're poor enough, what right have you to be, you know, all, all mm-hmm. of that, uh, coal-fisted hand to the grindstone, Marley was dead to begin with, every man who goes about with Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding. Yeah, nice. Um, I think <laughs> he's walked a little slower these last few nights. It's oh. all in the book. And I'll tell you what else, what is the, where they say at the end, uh, Tiny Tim, mm-hmm. who did not die, Yeah. It not is actually in capital letters in the book. Oh, That's yeah. Like stri- it is straight out of the, uh, the novella, so. Very good. Yeah. I love all the lines from the book and just all the all the muckety mm-hmm. stuff that they add in. It's fab, isn't it? Oh, a, a song favourite line is 
no cheeses for oh, us nieces. I love that. I love it. Because <laughs> they are very, very close to stealing the cuteness prize from they Little Bean Bunny. Very, yeah, very close. I think so, I'm calling it Bean Bunny because I saw it referred I to. Called, yeah. I, yeah, I saw him referred to as that somewhere. I think he is called. I'm bean not sure why bunny. it's Bean Bunny, but no, yeah. no, I don't. But yeah, I I'm not like just that. making it up, people. I'm not just calling him Bean Bunny because that's something that I like to call yeah. him. No, I don't. Think, <laughs> I think that is his, his it's legitimate his name. Yes, I think so. Um, so the soundtrack while we're on the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miles Goodman wrote the score, and Paul Williams the words. Right. Um, and it's it's wonderful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just wonderful. Just yeah. from the opening medley, it, it's just fabulous. It is. The soundtrack is something that I listen to like throughout the year. <laughs> I genuinely do as well. Like, you know, if I'm if I need a bit of comfort listening, yeah, just go back and listen to Muppets Christmas Carol. It's the only bit of Christmas I will let into my life twelve months around Crazy, like the rest of it is it starts on the 1st of December yeah hey um and and that's where it stays but yeah Muppet's Christmas Carol like the film I will yeah. allow that any time of year and of course you're a brass player mm-hmm so kind of is it um is it, is it fun to play uh do you know what it is there's only recently oh no you've set me off only recently <laughs> has there been an arrangement of the Muppets Christmas Carol music been done for, for brass bands. Really? Yeah, I'm and, surprised I'm at that. Sorry, I can't tell you who arranged it because it's been a year since I played it. There was an arrangement written in 2013 by David Hollings. Is that the one you're thinking of, Betty? But it's really good arrangements yeah. as well, so it is really fun to play. It's got all the all the good tunes in it, yeah. and, and it ends like the way the soundtrack ends yes. as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's really fun. Fab. It is very fun. What's your favourite song? Um, oh, I feel like I'm going to break into song if you don't answer soon. <laughs> I, <don't>... <laughs> <laughs> I think after all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just so lovely. But it is lovely. But oh. the, there's some lines in it that's something like the world is at its best. Yes. What, what's the rest of oh, that line? Um, uh, uh, when a stranger says hello, is it? Oh, I is don't it? know. Oh, we'll have to... I can't... I mean, if you put it on now, it's single on yeah. it, so, you know. <laughs> But there's that bit that Kermit sings and... Sorry, Bob Cratchit sings. Yeah. And um, and it's it's something about the world is at its best. And I just love that little line. I mean, I love the whole yeah. song, but that little line always makes me go, yeah, yeah. No, mm. I'm thinking of the, a stranger's not a stranger when... A stranger says hello. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's all great. The unforgettable lyrics that we're finding so hard to remember are: the world is at her best, you know, when people love and care. The promise of excitement is one the night will keep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. The world has got a smile today. The world has got a glow. There's no such thing as strangers when a stranger says hello, and everyone is family. We're having so much fun. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. I, I like the um, uh, the words to the song that the Marleys sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think some of it's really clever. Yeah, you know that, how it, how they rhyme. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they rhyme shackles with something that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like preposterous. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's just really well written. I, I just wanted to. Well, while we're on songs, I looked up on IMDb mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes if you really like a film or you really don't like a film, I sometimes like to look at the reviews that say the opposite or the reviews okay. that back you up on IMDb just for fun. Mm-hmm. So I thought, does anyone dislike this film? <laughs> Is there anyone? Well. Oh, no. Well, there are some five out of ten star reviews on right. IMDb. It doesn't get any lower than five. Okay. Here we go. Songs are not so memorable. Really? Yes. Um, you have a poor memory. None of, none of the songs work. <laughs> it's a shame Michael Caine never made a proper Christmas Carol movie. What? Indeed, yeah. Muppets just don't convey the emotions that make other adaptations much better. Okay. Okay. There's a... Uh, uh, 
I think my my, my favourite my favourite is this. I think follows the original story quite accurately. Just takes liberties with Muppet stuff and songs and narration. <laughs> Muppet stuff. <laughs> uh, there was a, a writer for the BBC, Alma Hathlidison, uh-huh. um, said the film is a liberal but fun adaptation of a classic that turns out to be quite touching as Muppet movies go. Less pleasing are the forgettable songs what? that offer both clumsy word construction and dire music. That eats away at the aesthetic quality of the movie. No. And from the Chicago Tribune, Dave Kerr reviewed the film as a talky, plodding film that <sighs> seems likely to bore children and adults in equal measure with unmemorable songs. Wow. Yeah. Set that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's all that about? I mean, I would say that the people like criticising the standard of music are probably just people that put bids in to write the music and got refused. How you can say that? I mean, admittedly, we've just demonstrated that we can't remember any of the lines from any of the songs. But you put it on now, I'll sing it all the way through. Yeah, exactly. Sing along with it. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just wonderful songs. They are so, and yeah. there is absolutely nothing wrong with the lyrics. There's some really beautiful lyrics. Really in beautiful there. and really clever lyrics. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Oh. So wrong, people. Yes. So wrong. Um, we spoke about When Love Has Gone. The thing mm-hmm. that, I, that I find really bizarre about When Love Has Gone is that they've put it in at the end of the credits. Mm. So you've got all this uplifting cheer at the end. Yeah. And then at the very end of the credits, a really depressing song about mm-hmm. um, Scrooge breaking up with... Oh, his girlfriend breaking up with him. Yeah. It's absolutely bizarre. It's like yeah. we've got to put it somewhere. We're going to bum you out now. Yeah, we'll put it at the and end of the credits. No one will stay around to listen to it. And it's not even some... I don't think by the actual it's not. actress Belle no, it because she sounds so much different exactly. when she sings it in the film. It's sung by someone who sounds a bit like Leona Lewis or something. Yeah, yeah. Like so proper two versions on the soundtrack. Wobbly yeah. and and over dramatic in a way. So. It's just bizarre. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, apparently that uh, it, it's never going back in. There was a 2018 interview with the Big Issue. Brian Henson said the song is unlikely to appear in any further releases of the film. Um, because the uh, Walt Disney Company has lost the video master and the negative. You're kidding! So you can watch oh. it on YouTube. Yeah, but um, well, it, it's that's never where I, back in the in the film. That's where I went searching yeah. for it years ago because I thought I was going crazy yeah. about this song. Like, I'm sure I've not imagined this. Definitely. If I have imagined it, I should win some sort of like musical award for writing <laughs> such a fabulous yeah. song. Yeah. But um, yeah, I found it on YouTube. I was kind of hoping that with like a thirty year anniversary coming up they might put it in but that's a bit disappointing i had difficulty finding uh any special editions at all mm. uh, i mean i've got an anniversary edition but it's only got a couple of behind the scenes yeah has it got like the it. gag reel on it and yeah yeah, yeah. That's um, the one I've but got. you've got to import stuff from america if you want uh, mm. commentaries and such which i think is really really sad yeah it is a, um, yeah. considering it's a british film it is definitely a british <laughs> film it's the british way <laughs> Oh, so yeah. um, I kind of clocked that this isn't a Mo movie. Oh, hang on a minute. I'm going to have to oh, take oh, issue with you there. Oh, okay. Very, very briefly. Go on. Uh, Mrs. Cratchit and the girls talk about food. <gasps> oh, how did I forget about they talk Bettina about and Belinda and Mrs. Cratchit? Bettina. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. silly They talk me. about food. Of course they talk about food. What else are they going to talk <laughs> oh, about? Yeah. So, um, silly, silly me. So, on a technicality... I was I was justifying it by saying it is in Victorian London, <laughs> so you know women obviously yes. didn't talk to each other about different anything times. but men at that yeah. point. Yeah, different times. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, you're right. Fair enough. Food. Yeah, I mean technically the pigs, I mean, technically the muppets, but yeah. the female yeah. muppet pigs. Mm-hmm. So it's it's allowed. Food in the film. Food in the film. Yes, there's a lot of it. Massive turkey for starters. Right. I'm going to come back to that when we do. <laughs> Is it a bit far-fetched? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, okay, massive Okay, chestnuts. That's chestnuts. nice and festive. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's actual singing food. There is singing food, yeah. Let's not, not think too hard about those cabbages and what's going to happen to them the day after on Christmas In Day. In all fairness, we've got singing chickens as well. And, you know, yeah, true. they're not going to make it to Boxing Day either, so... No. Maybe if Gonzo comes to the rescue. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got wax fruit. 
Yeah. Jelly beans. <laughs> jelly beans, yeah. Oh, that that's another favourite scene, the jelly beans. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. I forgot my jelly beans. And just goes back through the gate that he's just climbed over. It's like, oh. You that? are such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the Christmas dinner as well. Mm-hmm. The goose, the goose. Of course, Rizzo says in the first couple of minutes that he's just in it for the food. Yeah. That's, that's all he's doing there. Produce. He's just there for the food. In the uh, in the novella, there's an awful lot of booze, um, which is hey. just completely uh, for you know quite quite sensible reasons because it's a kids' film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Cratchits have got gin, they got brandy. I don't know where they're getting all this from. Maybe they should you know save the money and you know buy Tiny Tim some decent medical treatment <laughs> instead of wasting all the money on booze. But um... it's medicinal brandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's mulled wine at the end where he says, oh. Um, uh, I'm as I'm as happy as a schoolboy. I'm as uh, merry as a, an angel, or mm. may I have it the other way around? And he says, uh, "I'm as uh, I'm as, as, dizzy, as giddy as a drunken man," in the novella. But that's right. not in the. Uh, it's like they've gone through and they've taken all the references to any alcohol book. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of drinking going on in Dickensian times. But yes, just uh, a purely teetotal. The only spirits that are in this film. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the ghosts of Christmas past and present and future. Uh, but yeah, lots of food. Mm-hmm. Lots of good food. Good. <laughs> we like the food. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, running. Running. I didn't clock any running. Not really. But I did make a point that there is flying, which is kind of yes. cooler than running. Like, if I could fly... You wouldn't run. I probably wouldn't run. Yeah, no, agreed. And I'd probably end up looking more like the ghost of Christmas present. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would not be giving up the food. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, yeah, there's flying. There so is, yeah. I'm impressed with that. Oh, actually, no. Do you know there is a bit of running from Rizzo, but it's almost off screen because he gets oh, chased by the cat. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bit of panic running. There is, yeah. Poor Rizzo. Yes, he survives the encounter. Thanks. He does. Um, I, I, there's no running, but oh, little running. But there is the quite a bit of full length Kermit, which was quite impressive at the mm. time. And the bit where he's carrying Tiny Tim, oh. I now can't take my eyes off his feet because it's on like a roller. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah I love that little roller bit. Yeah, I, I just can't take my eyes off it. Mm-hmm. And you might say, if we're talking about has it dated, you might say if you wanted to be critical that some of those full-length Muppety effects, mm-hmm. you know, have dated a little. But yeah. I, I don't think, you know. As far as yeah. Muppet movies go, I don't suppose they have dated too much because no. you think about like the newer Muppet films and they still kind of only do a top half only they do, yeah. deal. Yeah. And, and I think, um, I mean, in all fairness, I wrote down um, a, a call back to last month. Um, Leave Extraordinary Gentleman was made 11 <laughs> years after Muppet Christmas Carol. You're kidding. And only effect, 11 years. The effects in that are diabolical compared oh. to uh, the, the Muppety effects. Yeah. The Ghost of Christmas um, Past, I, I always wondered how they, how they filmed that. And mm. apparently they had a puppet that they put in a tank of water. Yeah. Because you can tell. Yeah, the and then green are... screened her yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely oh, I've just remembered. Um, sorry, just to add to our How British Is This? Oh, yeah. And we said, like, we've got the Michael Caine, Stephen yeah. McIntosh. Uh, the girl that played the Ghost of Christmas Past does the voice of the ghost of Christmas past. Uh, She's called Jessica Fox. Right. And she, I recognised her when I looked up on IMDb. I recognised her face, but she does look quite different from what I recognised her in. Uh, She was Nancy in Hollyoaks. Oh, okay. Um, Nancy was a character, like, I don't know if she's still in it now, like, she did the whole leaving and returning thing. But yeah, she was in it, like, years ago, and I used to watch Hollyoaks. The good old days. So yeah, there's there's another 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 good old British re- yes actor we have to say actor. because we read the Guardian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think going back to the the effects and whatnot, mm-hmm. someone one of these five star reviews five out of ten <laughs> star reviews. In fact, a few of them compared it to 2011's Muppet film and said, uh, "Just don't expect the magic and wit you get when watching Muppet." And I think, in all fairness, I think it's a, it, it's an almost fair comment. Right. Because the Muppet, the recent Muppets films have been very meta. Mm-hmm. Whereas there is magic, obviously, and wit. 
in Muppet Christmas Carol, but it's of a different, it's of a more, um, a less worldly type, shall we say. It's quite a naive wit and, yeah. and charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not, I struggled with our uh, other film references. Right, okay. Because it isn't, nowadays when you do a kid's film, it's got to appeal on two levels and it's it almost does, like yeah. two separate levels. Mm-hmm. It's not one thing that appeals to the whole family. Yeah. You've got the kids thing, which might be like, you know, fart jokes and mm-hmm. uh, custard pies and whatnot. And then you've got the adult stuff, which yeah. is knowing references to the Godfather, basically. Yeah. Like when you're talking about Shrek and exactly. things like that. Exactly. Yeah. So I suppose if people were brought up on that kind of family mm-hmm. film, they might look back at Muppet Christmas Carol and think it's it's not quite as, as witty. Mm-hmm. But it is, but it's just a, it's a different... It is. It's a, it's a different kind of film, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, a different. It's appe- It's appealing to the adult sort of inner child in a way. I yes, I think it is definitely. Um, you know, it's kind of breaking you down a little bit, like it breaks Scrooge down. Yeah. You know, just go with the flow, enjoy the sort of childishness of it. So, um, so the other other film references, I just the I just like the way that it's filmed. Not like anything, any film in particular, mm-hmm. but the opening scene where you see Scrooge, it's filmed like a gothic horror, isn't mm. it? It's all yeah. angles oh, and, is, you know, yeah. the, the mist and whatnot. And they don't reveal the yeah. sort of central character, the central, like, thing that everyone's scared and talking about exactly. until, like, a bit later into the into the opening scene. It, it, yeah, it is. And um, at the end, I'm going to invoke It's a Wonderful Life again. But mm-hmm. uh, in the graveyard, you know, that always makes me think of the end scene in uh, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. Um, but other than that, like I say, it's kind of refreshingly unmeta, mm-hmm. which, um, it, you know, it is. It's refreshing. It's nice. It is. It's a change just to see a, a proper family film that everyone can sit down and enjoy. So can you watch it with your mum? Yes. yes. I think this is one film my mum might actually ask, can we watch? Exactly, yeah. Out of all the films that I like. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely zero mint balls required. Oh, Just yeah. lots of mince pies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And maybe a little bit of mulled wine. Cheeky Bailey's hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a good thing about December. <laughs> As it dated, uh, we spoke about the, the effects We've got mortgage holidays. We've got people asking for um, mortgage holidays. We've got evictions and we've got homeless bullies. Does this live uh, linking to COVID safety as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it does, yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's still some uh, some topics that are, mm-hmm. that are still quite hot at the moment. Yeah. Um, is it COVID safe? Uh, the city is dirty, crowded. And there's no free healthcare. Mm-hmm. And there is no way would you be allowed all of those people. Even under the new restrictions, are you allowed all of those people in your house on Christmas definitely Day? Definitely not. Don't oh try my it. Word. That is definitely more than three households. <laughs> definitely more than more three More than households. ten people in there. Maybe that's why um, why uh, uh, Fred's wife hasn't been able to make it. <laughs> She's in a different Christmas bubble. Yeah, maybe. Which, yeah. I, which I'm starting a campaign to call a Christmas bauble, by the way. Oh, right, okay. Feel free to, uh, to Christmas do that. Bauble. Christmas okay. bauble. Some people have started calling it like a Christmas buble. No. It's like, no, we've got enough buble yeah. at Christmas time. Yeah. We don't need we don't any more. Need any a Christmas bauble. I will work Christmas that bauble. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have that. Yeah, I think Scrooge would have been quite happy with a lockdown Christmas. Because um, he just wants to read yeah. in solitude with his candle and his mm-hmm. uh, bit of cheese, doesn't he? I've got to say, respect to Scrooge, because um, that Christmas Eve, he goes home from work, and what's the first thing he does? Gets straight in his jimmy jams. Absolutely. Ah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. how you roll in December. Yeah, that home will that'll work, be me. Jimmy jams on. That'll be me, absolutely. It's Christmas Eve. Start eating. Home, jimmy jams, <laughs> cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that that is one thing he's got going for him at the he start has. of the film. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. Is it a bit far fetched? Yeah, yeah, I guess. In in the sort of being visited by spirity sort of thing. Well, I would say it is. Yes. Uh, you know, open to interpretation. Uh, I'm gonna go with um for a start, pigs and frogs cannot have children. Okay. Okay. That's um, controversial. Yeah. If if they did. <laughs> yeah. All the boys are not going to be frogs, <laughs> and all the girls are not going to be pigs. I, I'm no expert in Muppet anatomy and <laughs> genetics, so I'm I'm not going to comment. Okay, I'm <laughs> me neither. I'm just you know I'm I'm just I'm just guessing that I'm just guessing that it's a little bit far fetched. 
Why are all the shops open on Christmas Day? Yeah. To riddle me that. Yeah. Um, because he, Bob well, Cratchit another... says there's no point in them being open mm-hmm. because no one else is open. And yet Scrooge goes out on Christmas morning and buys food and presents and that everywhere's is open. What's all that about? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like some shops might try that. This, this year, this, this time <laughs> yeah, as well. That's true. Like, yeah, today we're going to open. Mm, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe it's maybe they just they're so happy to have a changed Scrooge that they're quite happy and willing to entertain it for. Yeah, I mean, Scrooge has got plenty of money. So to be yeah. fair, if they got wind of the fact that that Scrooge is going around doing some last minute Christmas shopping, mm. yeah, they're gonna open up, aren't they? Yeah, Scrooge has stopped being tight fisted and yeah, yeah, he's gonna buy that turkey that should have been like I don't know. I don't know what what was money back then. Like what would it, what would a prize Christmas turkey have cost How in much, Victoria, in London? I don't know. What was, should we just? Why is this the Price Is Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, how much does he give Bean Bunny to go and? Uh, I don't know. He throws like a it. bag of coins at him. Something like that. So say one gold coin. Okay. I'm sure that's not one what it was. Coin. <laughs> yeah, if I was the if I was the person, uh, you know, like the butcher, I'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, it's two gold coins today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're on time. Make now. your money. Get Definitely. I mean, who else was going to buy it? That turkey's going to go off. Come Christmas Day, yeah. yeah, you'd hope it's sold, but obviously not. You would. He's obviously, yeah, he's not thought too far ahead with his stock planning, has he? No. Very wasteful. Very wasteful. Which again brings me back to the turkey. He takes it round to the Cratchit's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they are very, very grateful. Mm-hmm. They're not going to look a gift turkey in the mouth. But <laughs> it was in the size of that thing. It's pretty big. Right. Do you know how long it takes to cook a turkey? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm vegetarian, but... Uh, I don't, because I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's longer than it appears in the film. Yeah, I reckon it's got to be, like, a day for something yeah, that size. Yeah, I thought so. And, like, where are they going to cook it? Are they going to cook that over the fire? Yeah. I feel like it would end up looking... You know, they would be cooking it that long that when they put it on the table, it would end up like the Griswold's Christmas turkey and Christmas <laughs> vacation where it just collapses in yeah. on itself. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would work. No, I think everyone would have gone home by the time that turkey's been cooked. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a Blue Peter job, you know, here's one <laughs> I prepared earlier. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, if they had an oven, there's no way that turkey's going in it. Mm-mm. No. Definitely not. Um, could it start a franchise... Do we need a prequel or sequel? Well, it's already in a franchise. It is. Yeah. Not like your normal, typical, straightforward franchise, but a franchise no, nonetheless. It is. So we've had the Muppet movie, Great Muppet Caper, the Muppets Take Manhattan, obviously Muppets Christmas Carol, then Treasure Island. Ah, oh, Treasure Island. And then Muppets from Space. And it got me to thinking what other classics uh, could be Muppetized. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Christmas Carol, <laughs> and then we had Treasure Island four years later. But not we've had no remakes mm-hmm. of classic literature since. So what do you yeah, think? Have you true. got anything that you'd like to see Muppet Eye? Um, well, I'm not a huge reader of uh, classic literature. I yeah. tend to uh, towards the sci-fi, fantasy sort of things. Lord of the Rings, I guess you could class as classical literature, but you might be pushing. But yeah, I don't know if I would want to see a Muppet version of that. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe we could do a, a, a Muppet oh, version of The Hobbit. A fuzzy, felty version of uh, The Eye of Sauron might be quite fun, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'd be so scary then, though. No, that's true. Yeah, I was thinking Gonzo could maybe play Gollum. Yeah. So, um, I mean, just thinking on stories that I do have a vague idea of what yeah. they're about, or, you know, I've watched um, at least film versions of the classics mm-hmm. um mary shelley's frankenstein could work yeah could work you'd have to tone down some of the more scary mm. aspects yeah um but yeah that could work but um my other thought was another charles dickens great expectations yeah maybe I, I'm, not, I'm not generally a huge dickens fan i'm not gonna lie mainly because of all the silly names <laughs> I really do struggle to get over the silly names. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's no arguing with the fact that they are classics. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Have you got any ideas? Even like Oliver Twist would, uh, would perhaps. 
Yeah. See, now I thought about that, but then I thought it's quite dark. Like, it it's pretty grim with Bill Sykes and stuff. Like, Well, to be fair, Christmas Carol's quite dark as well. I know, it? but... He managed to do it. Bill Sykes, like, murders. Yeah. See, that's... Spoilers. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just in case you've not <laughs> seen Oliver Twist yet. <laughs> I put down Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. I'd like to see okay. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, that'd be quite fun. Then that would be great. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, good call. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. I also wrote down The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, then I went a bit off-piste and thought, we, we need a we need a, a Muppet Catch-22. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I'd like to see a late night Muppet Catch 22. Yeah, I feel like there's lots of um, books that I could say I want to see a Muppet version of that, but yeah. it would be purely aimed at adults rather than yeah. families. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, Catch 22 is quite zany. You yeah. know? And I think you, you, know, you, you could actually, if someone really wanted to do that, I mean, mm. I put it, I wrote that down as a joke, but the more I thought about it, I was like, actually, you know what, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Um, and some Greek myths. I wrote the okay. Iliad. But yeah, you know, some some uh, some Greek myths would would be would be good. And then Peter Pan. I got Peter Pan. Peter Pan, too. Yeah. yeah. Peter Pan's a good call. Yes, I think. I think so. Because it yeah, it all, it lends itself to families already, doesn't it? It does. So I think yeah. that would be a good one for muppetization. I think is that a word? It, it is, is now. now. It is now. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> any other business? No, I think I've got no business. Well, you know, we didn't we didn't do at the beginning. Is it rewatchable? Uh, and of course it's rewatchable. Mm-hmm. How many times do you reckon you've watched it? Well, at least twice a year. Yeah. I would say in the last 15 years. I reckon it's got to be like aiming for 50. I'd say yeah. I'm going for about 50 times. If I'm not there already, I'm probably quite close. Yeah, yeah. I'm pro- I probably only watch it once a year. Mm-hmm. But I did start in 93. Yeah, I'm probably not on 50. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've seen it many, many times. Mm-hmm. I think it's just all the little details, like you say, all the little things that you see in the background. I still see things in the background that I don't really... Uh, that I've not really noticed before. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows about the um, Micklewhite's mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time you spot that, you feel very smug. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's one that I didn't spot. Um, which is Duncan and Kenworthy's shop. Um, and Duncan Kenworthy was the co-creator of Fraggle Rock. Oh, nice. So, yeah, Duncan and... And obviously Sprocket's in the uh, the opening scene. Yes. Uh, apparently oh, Fraggle Sprocket. Rock is due for an Apple TV reboot. Really? Yeah. Oh, a reboot. Yeah. Oh. I know. I don't know. That was... I'm scared now. Yeah. I don't know if they're using the original hmm. puppet. But I did. I liked Fraggle Rock. I love Fraggle yeah. Rock, but I'm a bit scared at the thought of a reboot. And of course, there is a Muppet um, series on. What is it on? Muppet. There, there is a, a Muppets Now. Really? Um, that's around at the moment. Yes. Oh. I'm not sure what channel that's on. But I love. Did you watch Muppets Tonight when that was on? That was um, uh, late nineties. Um, I don't know. I, I remember watching the Muppet Show. Yes, the Muppet. Yeah, the Muppet Show was. But I don't 80s, know if I watched it? the Muppets tonight. I can't remember. That was good. That's when it all started getting a little bit meta. Right. Okay. Um, but it was very good. But I think it only had a couple of seasons, and then it got cancelled. Right. I'll have to um, um, sort of find some YouTube clips, and it might yeah, jog my definitely. memory. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it, it's the sort of thing me and my dad would sit down and watch. Because I think it's time for more Muppets. Uh huh. Definitely. Yeah. We need a, a new Muppet movie. Oh. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, because the two recent Muppet movies have been, Fabulous. like, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. like, totally different to each other, but brilliant. Yeah. Um, I, under other business, <laughs> I did find this interesting little thing on IMDb that apparently the title of the film in Italian mm-hmm. uh, was translated to Festa in Casa Muppet. Okay. Which translates as Muppet House Party. Muppet House Party. <laughs> so I feel like that could be I a like film. It. I like it. Like we should just have a Muppet House Party. Yes. Some film sort of built That's around great. that. We should pitch that. Yeah. That would be quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. So I think we're done. Oh. Well, we hope you've enjoyed listening to our December episode. Yeah. And we hope that if you haven't already watched if, uh, Muppet's Christmas, not It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> 
Watch it immediately. Yes, you must watch It's a Wonderful Life. And Elf and Die oh. Hard. Oh, Die Hard. Yeah. And uh, what else do any, we like at Christmas? Oh, Christmas Vacation. Although that's not one for family viewing. No, probably not. No. It is quite entertaining. Though. Yeah, stick to Elf. Mm. So yeah, if you haven't already watched Muppet's Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. um, go and watch it. Yes, and listen to the soundtrack. And listen to the soundtrack, yeah. And listen to wow. the wonderful lyrics and ignore all those naysayers I on know. IMDb. I don't know what people are. <laughs> None of the songs work. Unbelievable. So it, all that remains is for us to wish you a, a very Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas. Um, stay safe, everybody, in your Christmas baubles. <gasps> Yeah, and um, have a very happy new year. Indeed, and we'll see you on the other side with some more uh, rewatchable films. Mm-hmm. God, God bless, bless us, us everyone. everyone. <laughs>